0: Good evening, this is Mady Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. Grant firefighters responded to a structure fire north of Grant Wednesday evening. Red Oak Fire Chief John Bruce said the call went out at 6.19pm for a two-story residential fire with flames shooting from the structure at 1194 U Avenue. The house, owned by Philip and Don Chalmers, was vacant firefighters ceased operations at 12.06 a.m. this morning. The property is considered a total loss. There were no injuries to civilians or fire and rescue personnel. The cause of the blaze remains under investigation. Fire departments from Red Oak, Elliott, and Velisca assisted. Other assisting agencies included the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office, Montgomery County Sheriff's Office Communications, Alliant Energy, Velisca Ambulance, and Southwest Iowa Rural Water. This week, the Grizzled School Board discussed going to virtual learning during snow days. Superintendent Dave Henrik says the law changed one year ago, allowing school districts to have up to 30 hours of virtual instruction, which counted as classroom instruction.
1: At the administrative level, we all agreed that face-to-face learning is much more effective than virtual, and so we'd rather not do that initially, but if we had several snow days, and we'd maybe revisit that.
0: Henrik said the school board and the administration agreed they may have to implement virtual learning, considering the snow days over the past week and a half.
1: So they gave the principals the authority to develop a plan and start using virtual snow days as we see fit.
0: Henrik says the district has missed six school days.
1: Right now, our our approved calendar states that the first three snow days will not be made up by students. All other days will be added to the end, and staff have to make them up, all of them. However, we've had that way for several years, and we are 70 hours over the minimum. By law, schools have to have 1,080 hours of instruction, and I believe Griswold's calendar for this year was approved at 1,148. So we have about 10 or 12 extra days as far as what's required in our calendar. So the board certainly could forgive some of those days and still be in compliance. So as of right now, somewhat of a minimal impact, But I think we'll start looking at virtual days if we have much more. In
0: other business, the school board accepted the early retirement request from athletic director Troy Nicklaus, who has been with the district for 37 years, and Nancy Platt, English language arts teacher with 27 years of service. The Atlantic City Council addressed two business items before the closing session on Wednesday. The City Council followed the Personnel and Finance Committee's recommendation to reset the police sergeant's salary at $35.90 per hour, or $73,989.90. This change is effective January 1st. City Councilperson Elaine Audie explained the reasoning behind the decision.
2: This has to do with resetting The salary for our longevity pay scale and so what this will do is it will reset but it will be for anybody that as they go through that their pay will kind of keep up with their years of service
0: additionally the city council approved the funds transfer for the second quarter of fiscal year 2023-24 city clerk barbaric explained
2: these are just the um the one quarter of the budgeted transfers for fiscal year 25 (coughs) Plus the allocation of the local option sales tax received in the second quarter. Fiscal year 24.
0: The city council then dismissed themselves from the chambers and went into a closed session to evaluate the professional competency of an individual whose appointment, hiring performance, or discharge is being considered when necessary to prevent needless or irreparable injury to the individual's reputation and that individual's request a closed session. The Audubon County Board of Supervisors conducted a lengthy meeting on Tuesday. Supervisors Chair Heath Hansen said the focus is setting up for a successful year. Hansen said one of the goals is to improve communications between the county and the various municipalities. He says they are addressing this by arranging regular scheduled meetings with the county and city representatives.
1: So they can come in to meet with the supervisors and we can open up those lines of communication a bit. Get to working with each other because all too often... The only time that people end up communicating is when they're upset about something or when some crisis comes up. And we want to make sure that we can get ahead of all that.
0: Hansen said the goal is to conduct individual meetings with every city government representative and three meetings with all municipalities. There's
1: a lot of stuff that I'm very excited for in the upcoming year. Um, it's it's things that might not look glamorous on the outside, like just in, like arranging meetings and things like that. But I really do think it's going to do a lot of good for the county. I think you know getting getting small towns that uh, that don't usually hear from us unless there's something going wrong to talk to us. That's a big part of my project here is to just get all that smooth over. I'm really excited for where things are going with the county.
0: Additionally, by request from some county employees, the supervisors moved the day after Christmas as a holiday to Christmas Eve. The board also set a goal of increasing the publicity of the various boards. Hansen says one reason is to inform the public and fill the seats on those multiple boards. Southwest Iowa Planning Council and Regional Planning Affiliation 13 is currently accepting applications for its Regional Transportation Alternative Program Fund for projects in Cass, Fremont, Montgomery, and Page Counties. Tammy DeBoard, SWIPCO grant specialist, said applications are being accepted until February 28th.
2: The Transportation Alternatives Fund is a funding program for projects defined as transportation alternatives which could include pedestrian bicycle or other non-motorized transportation facilities and projects
0: local governments regional transportation authorities transit agencies school districts and local education agencies natural resource or public land agencies tribal governments and nonprofit entities are among those eligible to apply funds are limited to meeting certain project
2: types these projects can be for trails spots to school, conversion of abandoned railroad corridors. It's really a good fund for any projects, outdoor projects, especially trails, that's what it's most used for, that um, you might have in these areas. And I think that is a big emphasis that I was trying to push, trying to get people to live here and work here and stay here. So, you know, it's something that can really make your community more attractive.
0: Projects and sponsors must provide a non-federal match of at least 20% of the eligible costs, comply with federal regulations, and maintain the project for 20 years, among other requirements. Projects must be completed within two fiscal years of the award. Applications and criteria can be found online at SWIPCO.org. A trainer man has claimed a $2 million Powerball prize. The Iowa Lottery says Danny Bucklew matched all five white balls in the Powerball drawing on October 7th. His initial $1 million prize was doubled because he opted for the power play option at the time of purchase, which multiplies the prize at the Match 5 level to $2 million. Bucklew purchased his winning easy-pick ticket at Casey's in Tiffin and claimed his prize at the lottery headquarters in Clive. Casey's received a $2,000 bonus from the Iowa lottery for selling the $2 million winning ticket at one of its stores. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Edie Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.